episode of Geek Briefs. I'm Barbara. On today's show, we'll discuss news, free comic book day, and Paranorman, our streaming movie of the week. Let's get started. For those that might be interested in a free Star Trek collectible print, good news. More than ever, theaters are trying to draw in customers by rewarding loyal moviegoers. The newest in these promotions is IMAX Fanfix, an evolution of the IMAX 1201 program. The origins are simple. Reward the most avid IMAX fans with limited edition collectible prints for select films. IMAX, together with their studio partners, have engaged a number of celebrated artists to create unique art that is exclusive for IMAX moviegoers. They'll be offering these prints at the earliest IMAX showings to reward those who see it first. The first collaboration will be between Paramount Pictures, Bad Robot, and Gallery 1988 to unveil a special Star Trek Into Darkness print from artist Mark Engelert. Fans attending the 8 p.m. IMAX show on Wednesday, May 15th at participating locations will receive the original print. And trust me, guys, when I say it is gorgeous. It is a thing of beauty. You'd love to have it if you could get it. To check out the print and see if your theater is one of the ones participating in the program, check out our Geek Briefs Facebook page. The link's there. So DC is publishing the DC Entertainment Essential Graphic Novels in Chronology 2013. That's a a lot to say, actually. This is a 121-page reading guide and index to the publisher's extensive backlist of collected and original graphic novels, and the guide will be released at the end of May to stores in print, and a digital version will be available via the DC Comics website. Now, both DC executives John Cunningham and John Root both cited the need to promote DC's backlist to comic shops, a.k.a. the direct market, which is more focused than ever on book format comics as well as the general book trade itself. DC Entertainment Essential Graphic Novels and Chronology 2013 will offer a detailed listing of the publisher's 25 most acclaimed graphic novels, basically what DC Comics believes is their essential 25. The list will include Watchmen by Alan Moore and Frank Miller's Batman Year One. There will be a few trade paper collections of the recent New 52, graphic novels from DC's Vertigo imprint, and a book series based on major characters such as Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, etc. Oh, I was getting ready to drop something. Hold on. Uh, There are also lists of DC's children books and books from major DC authors like Alan Moore and Grant Morrison. The guide even contains a suggested reading sequence for its graphic novels and short plot summaries for the major entries. Now, compiling a backlist catalog is routine for trade book publishers, but not so for most comic publishers. For those that really want to dip their toes into a few classics, this could be a good reference to point you in the right direction. Now, let's talk about Free Comic Book Day. May 4th, as you may or may not know, was Free Comic Book Day. For me, it is truly the most wonderful time of the year. Free Comic Book Day is a single day, the first Saturday in May each year, when participating comic book shops across North America and around the world give away a selection of comics absolutely free to anyone who comes into their stores. The event is sponsored by comic book publishers like Dark Horse, Marvel, and DC Comics, convention coordinators like San Diego Comic-Con and C2E2, and even international businesses like UPS. 
Free Comic Book Day is a wonderful opportunity to promote reading to kids, allowing those with a tight budget to check out different titles without making an investment. And most importantly, there are great, great deals. Many comic retailers use this day to sell books at a reduced price, do giveaways for prizes, give away additional freebies, etc., etc. Last year, I got a full set of lantern rings comprising the entire spectrum. Green, yellow, red, blue, orange, indigo, black, white, star sapphire even. And I was able to get a hold of a flash ring and a legion ring, which is, is awesome. Along with that, I got a wicked Batman statue, a fantastic Loki statue, a set of Teen Titans miniature stand-ups, a Batman and Robin magnet, a few hero clicks, and a full DC Comics Flashpoint button set. This year, the haul wasn't quite as grand, but, but I got a few awesome pieces. I got a free selection, along with a free selection of broad comics, I received a set of Walking Dead buttons, a couple Iron Man 3 Heroclix figures, as well as another Thor Heroclix that was originally given out last year. And I also received a set of Dirt Cheap, Brave and the Bolds, Batman and Robins, and the Question Comics. All in all, it was a good haul. So good, in fact, that I picked up a couple extra lawn boxes and decided to reorganize my collection, which I'm now beginning to regret. I even broke down and downloaded a free trial of a comic collector's software to index my collection, and so far so good. I'm actually contemplating picking that up. A free comic book day is a great opportunity to check out what's going on at your shop and other brick and mortars in your area. The next free comic book day falls on May 3rd, I think, and it'll be next year, of course. If you get the chance, check it out. You'll be glad you did. This week's streaming movie of the week was Paranorman, which stars Christopher Mintz-Plass, who you know as McLovin from Superbad, and Red Mist from Kick-Ass. We also have Bernard Hill. Some of you may know him as the voice of Sir Walter Beck on Fable 3, or Theoden in the Lord of the Rings series. Alex Borstein, uh, I know her from from her voice work on Family Guy's Lois. Uh, she's done multiple voice roles on Robot Chicken. And I first remember seeing her on Mad TV when she played Miss Swan. Casey Affleck played Virgil Malloy on the Ocean's 11, 12, and 13 movies, and John Goodman, of course. The synopsis goes a little something like this. When an army of zombies invades a small town, it's up to an odd local boy with a knack for communicating with the dead to save the day. But judgmental adults prove to be even more formidable adversaries. For me, much like Coraline, Paranorman doesn't talk down to the kids in their audience. There's the usual animated goofiness, but there's also intelligence. Underneath the gothic animated horror in the storyline, this is a flick about acceptance and learning not to judge others too harshly, just because they might be different. The reality of life is that sometimes people act from fear instead of reason. When they choose not to understand something, they become fearful of it, and that fear can quickly escalate into anger and decisions with ghastly consequences. I've actually seen a lot of reviews from parents that think that this movie's too harsh for children to see, especially when the witch in the movie is revealed along with the true reason for the curse. And all I can say is this. The story behind this movie is no worse than the fairy tales you were told as a kid or that you actually tell your kid today. Think of Hansel and Gretel or Red Riding Hood. In the kinder, gentler version of one, you have a child shoving a woman into an oven to burn to death before she gets the chance to cannibalize them. And in the other, you have a wolf that eats an elderly pensioner, her granddaughter, and finally gets ripped open by an axe-wielding woodsman, all for a basket of treats. In terms of coarse language and adult themes, 
I heard and saw worse when I went to see the Goonies when I was six. And I would rather a child understand this life lesson than bother with a few paltry words and innuendo that is actually more graphic in Looney Tunes cartoons than it is here in this film. All in all, I would actually give this a healthy four out of five stars. That's our show for today. The next Geek Briefs will be our tenth show, and I've decided that we won't have a streaming movie of the week next episode. Instead, I figured for our first milestone, I'd clear out the inbox and probably do a mailbag listener response show. Honestly, it'll probably take all of about three minutes to get through if I include the spam folder, but regardless, episode 10 is your episode, folks. You want to talk Star Trek? Then we'll talk Trek. You want to discuss the most recent episode of Doctor Who? Then you found your Whovian. Arrow anyone? Sure, I'll be your arrowhead. You want to suggest a streaming movie, television show, or commercial? I'll check it out. Let me know. Whatever shows up in my inbox on our Twitter or on the Facebook page is what we're going to talk about. So drop us an email at geekbriefs at live.com. You can also contact the Geek Briefs Studios at the Twitter account at Geek Briefs or the Geek Briefs Facebook page. Thanks for listening. Hope to hear from you guys soon.